Don't let someone steal your great idea. Register a domain name now and put your idea online. GoDaddy is offering one new or transfer.com for the low price of $2.95, 295. Whether you're building your dream business or starting a website for fun, visit godaddy.com and enter the code kren295, k r e n n 295 at checkout. It's go time. Some limitations apply. See website for details. If your business, whether large or small, is in need of commercial collections, choose PrimeCore Group. PrimeCore Group is a Pittsburgh-based corporate collections agency. Now, if your business is owed money, PrimeCore Group is there to help you. On a contingency basis only, PrimeCore Group will recover what is owed to you in a professional and trusted manner. Contact PrimeCore Group today by going to primecoregroup.com. on the wire shit. At the end of the show, I just blow up. You go, that's a great live show Jimmy Cran just did. He just blew up. Hey, thanks for coming out. Our one-year anniversary. I know many of you are here on that very first show. Yeah, so it's, it's right around this week. You know, we're a couple weeks off. What the hell? It's the way we are, right? We're a little off. It's our style. We, we, got, we got a hell of a, hell of a cast here. We just want to Acknowledge uh, everybody. A beautiful roadie. Very nice. <laughs> I stand for the roadie. Yeah. How about Pittsburgh Wine Bar? Isn't this beautiful? I love this place. Yeah, it is outstanding. And great staff, you know, take care of them. And make all their wine right here, right in my neighborhood, man. Even a strip, huh, Timmy? It's awesome. They, they couldn't have given free wine to less experienced people. Less experienced. Exactly. <laughs> it tastes like it's got wood in it or something. What the? <laughs> Send it back. I'm, I'm, I'm used to the box. This is big, big time for me. Sorry. Hey, how about a nice sand for... Uh... And no one died, right? There's no shock. Hello. Yeah? You okay? She knows what she's doing, that girl. Dave Settlemeyer is here. Dave's. Some of you behind the scenes. Dave's partner in crime. Josh Folio. Frank Mergia. Corey Gale. Wayne Wild. Of course, my partners in crime here. You got John Evans, Mike Wysocki, and Terry Jones. Yeah. Yeah. 
I like how Frank got a bigger applause than me, Terry, and Mike combined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Man. What's Frank doing this? Frank Bergie so. fan club. Yeah, they he, love Frank. He, he's the, the man. Time he doesn't show up. Oh, there he is. There he That's is. He, he's the man. He's well, here. It, it's been a year. Yo, it's, it's, a hell, it's been a hell of a year. Talk about not showing up. We did our podcast in... Uh, in uh, Cabo in Mexico yeah. and uh, John got so high he missed the first two days oh no that's true I thought he was captured by a fucking cartel yeah. oh, I thought man. we were gonna have to get you out man I was Ooh. worried it's like he forgot the whole the whole deal Cabo Ooh. yeah it's like yeah don't worry John we won't, I'm, a, I'm a wanted man there we won't show any pictures Wysocki's getting frisked by the policia uh huh watching Johnny try to buy fucking Adderall was the best in the oh, man. should I should I do it you gotta buy like 80 of them <laughs> I don't wanna own the company I was like, like I, I don't wanna corner the market <laughs> hey, we yeah. got uh, Donnie Iris, my buddy Donnie's over there. Wow. There you go. Yeah. King Cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. King Cool. Yo, Jimmy, so, how the, how the hell did John get your microphone? I don't know. Oh, sorry, John, you could have it. First. Oh, it's, it's no, you, 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 you could have it, John. I get the one that has the Jim Cran on it. Yeah, you do. Uh, sorry, this, buddy. This is you your got show it. now. You Just hold. kidding. <laughs> We're teamwork. JK. It's teamwork you here. You thought Johnny. this was your microphone. <laughs> right. We all get to share the microphone. <laughs> welcome to welcome to the Johnny Crin. No restrictions. <laughs> they introduced me first. Clearly, we didn't rehearse this. <laughs> they introduced me first. I thought, you know. I thought I was going to have to sit in the small wooden stool before. <laughs> Why should we start to coordinate now, right? Oh, we, should, we should do a rehearsal for these. No, you guys don't want us to be rehearsed, right? No. Fuck no. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you hear him? He it's said, just, hell no. And then Jimmy said, fuck no. He said, yeah, that's, that. That's fuck right. no. That's what I'm talking about. Fuck no. Fuck the bullshit. I, yeah, we want to thank, thank you guys. The people listening out there, people here. For, for getting us to uh, 100,000 weekly subscribers to the show. Thank you. Appreciate that. I remember, I remember when we started the first show, and I, I remember the first story that we covered was the, uh, the Oscar Pistorius story. Remember that? The guy, the Blade Runner. And... I, I don't. Who, so a lot of you are here at that show. Do you remember I did that one line, where I said he was stumping around? Yeah. And Vince saved me on the alleged thing, by the way. Allegedly, Allegedly shot his girlfriend. And a year later, his trial is going on. Have you have you watched the trial? Yeah. 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 He's crying the whole time. I, I think he's guilty. What do you think? No. I think he was stumping around and shot her. There we go. We're going to get emails again. We actually get the, the hate mails from people who didn't like stumping around. It's <laughs> There's an anti-stumping group out there. And they yelled at me. Yeah, they did. I got like several emails. You know, how insensitive. And I'm going to get them again now, obviously. I'm talking about stumping around again. But he was. He was stumping around. He shot her four times. He said it was an accident. Who shoots someone by an accident four fucking times? Four times. You know, he says he, he went back to ask Reva if, if you know, Reva, there's a baglet. She wasn't there. Are you, any married guy knows if you hear a noise in your house, the first thing you do is ask your wife, you get on check it this time. <laughs> no, when you I hear, hear a scream, I'll, I'll run down. But when the noise sounds like a video game in the other room, doing, 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 coming into the room, you're like, well, maybe, maybe Oscar's getting up. Either that or Mario is in my living room. Doing, doing, doing. <laughs> That's what it's like living with Oscar Pistorius. You know he gets up. Did you see that? He he's accused of killing his girl. Did you see he has another girlfriend rooting him on who's hot also? What is it with guys who murder? Oh, we've been down this road. Charles Manson has a girl wanting to marry him. Yeah, yeah. half his age. <laughs> you know, I can't get a hand job in the parking lot of a yeah. uh, of an Applebee's. Yeah, and, uh, Charles Manson is. Checks exactly, uh, Johnny. I need to reevaluate. It's not right. It's not right, man. It's gonna be funny when the email that you get for calling him guilty is from O.J. Simpson in jail. Yes. Like, goddamn it, he is not guilty. I know. Well, didn't no damn glove fit. Oscar didn't have a glove. Shut up. 
I'm OJ. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. Good lawyer, man. Good lawyer. I want, yeah, I wonder if he, like, oh, you have to quit. I wonder if he contacted, like, all the people that got away with murder, like Ray Lewis, OJ Simpson. You know, he's probably cheering on Hernandez. We're going to get through this together. <laughs> We shoot people. That's what we do. They, they figured it out. They, 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 they kill someone, and they, and they just have to say, did they go, did, did you kill him? And they go, no. <laughs> All right, you're free. Get out of here. They murder people, and Ray Rice does what he did, and he's getting, what, five to seven years? Yeah, I think it is, Ray Rice. He even married her. He was just like, yo, I'm sorry for everything I did as long as this jail sentence doesn't happen. Just marry me. I'll get Wait, you a ring. Five to seven years from getting caught on camera dragging a woman out of an elevator? Yeah. And, then, and then married five her. Five to seven years? Wait, and then married her. He married, oh, no, he they married, married her? He was like, married no, her. Yes. That was after the drag. Yes, he was like, yeah, look, wow. will this get rid of this sentence because I will marry the shit out of you, girl. I love <laughs> everything will. about you. I will lick yeah. your toes. I'll do whatever it takes. Just don't send me to prison. My God. Ray Lewis was probably like, in the name of God, you're going to have to do something, son. <laughs> That's what I did. Use God for everything. You, you know, Terry, we, we're talking. Um, we, we have to tell him we were talking. Off, off the air, yesterday we, we were talking, Terry and I, and we were talking about President Obama uh, was on Zach Galifianakis' show, uh, Between Two Ferns. Yeah. It's a fucking web show. It's the president, you know, I mean, doing a web show. It's pretty wild. And we were saying how amazing it is on how loose he's getting. And in the next couple of years, how wild is it going to get? Terry and I were saying it's like he doesn't care. You know, even with Putin, he's like, you know, oh, I don't give a fuck. Go. And, and, and Terry was saying how loose it's getting. Not Terry. Well, no, I mean, Barack Obama, I don't know if y'all know this, but Barack Obama gets blacker every year. Like, he just... <laughs> Doesn't give a shit. Like, I'm waiting for him to come out in a wife beater with a bucket of chicken late. With a do-rag line in his hair. Just not giving a fuck anymore about what people think. Because, like, he said, he said black folk in a speech. And I was like, he said black folk? What? You ain't never heard a fucking president say black folk in your life. It is, is old-timey. Old-timey. He said black folk. Not even Thomas Jefferson said black folk. You know? Yeah. And they had slaves. The so I'm just folk, yeah. saying. Yeah, he doesn't care. He's getting shit. blacker. Every year, but like I'm waiting for him to like include rap lyrics into his speeches. You know what I mean? Like instead of yeah. just doing a speech, like he comes out and he's just angry. He doesn't give a damn no more. Uh, to quote Drake, "Oh, uh, the rapper, oh, uh, motherfuckers never loved us. Oh, uh, motherfuckers never loved us. Oh, uh, motherfuckers never loved us. Uh, hold my phone. Oh, uh, motherfuckers never loved us." Oh, motherfuckers never loved us. Oh, motherfuckers never loved us. Oh, remember. Oh, motherfuckers. Thank you. Like, that's the speech. I've been waiting. Just waiting for that day. Oh, man. You know? Yes. He don't give a damn no more. He does not. He does not. Oh, Barack don't care. All right, we're going to shift gears to some big stories. That's what the show's about. The weird stories around the world. Comment on them. And uh, thank you so much for the back of the room. Quieting down. Thank I know it's hard because we're drinking. I know what you mean. Oh, they're drunk as hell. Yeah, I like it. Mike, people, I love it. Because every time something's funny, they got to tell their friend it's funny. I, that's, yeah. Like, yo, did you hear that shit Jimmy said? That's a good... He's funny as a mother sucker. Why don't you just say that for us? Shut up. I'm drunk. I'm sorry. Yeah, sometimes we go some restrictions. We don't we say. Do. Yeah. Every once in a while. <laughs> I think an image of my mom jumps in or something. I don't swear. Oh, fudge. Like Lou's going to drop in. Wait, that, remember John was like, fellatio? We're like, what? Just say it. Fellatio? I, I said that? No, yeah, then you say, oh, we were doing, she was doing fellatio. Something crazy. Johnny tempered his lane? I can't imagine. Yeah, tempered, it was so funny. Doesn't sound like me. <laughs> That's why I was shocked. <laughs> I might have been high. I, you know, look. What, what, what were we getting into before Terry started? All right, back to our story. What were we getting into? We got, uh, the story, one of the story, got a few weird stories for us. The big story this week is uh, uh, Candy Deep Throat. True story. Uh, she's a prostitute. That's, it's not her, yeah, that's not her baptismal name. Candy Deep Throat. <laughs> Is a prostitute. She what services. Is her, what is her specific she talent, Jim? <laughs> You'll find out. I'm just. I'm just asking. I'm 
Well, she, ser- she services NBA players. She's known oh. for servicing NBA. And, and player, apparently, she services two players uh, from the Minnesota Timberwolves a couple days ago. Oh, no. When they <laughs> took on Brooklyn. And she posted on Facebook. She posted on Facebook proudly, quote, I sucked two dicks off one team. I knew that would quiet you. <laughs> I sucked two dicks off one team and made $3,500. What did you do with your day? <laughs> I love that. Like, we're, like someone's going to be fucking jealous, you know. What did you do with your day? Beat that. My favorite thing about the whole thing was $3,500 for two dicks. She charged fucking $1,750 a dick. That's a lot of how did she come? How do you come up with that yeah. fucking number? Seventeen hundred fifty dollars for dick. And, and like, regardless you know? of how long it took, that's pretty good money by the hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a high it is. Attorney but the negotiate right? a thousand. Yeah. No, I'm seventeen hundred fifty. I'm getting deep through, motherfucker. And now she's telling the truth because she wouldn't lie about sucking the dick of a Minnesota Timberwolf. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a Laker, maybe a Celtic. <laughs> he wasn't the name. Timberwolf. Timberwolf. Yo, I, I follow her on Twitter, so don't judge me. I, so this is all true. I, yeah. No, you do. Oh, yeah, she, she got videos of, yeah. I shit. told Terry the story we were talking about. We were meeting Terry. because goes, oh, yeah, I follow her on Twitter. He's not bullshit. <laughs> yeah, he says, oh, to Candy Deeper. I said, yes, I know her. Like, she retweeted oh, something I said about the restrictions. Yeah, you, you scare me when you said you knew her, though. Like, yeah, I did say it like I, I knew know her. her. Like, yeah, I know her, man. She gets blowjobs by the second. Well... Seventeen hundred fifty oh, bucks. That's funny. Terry walks that line. Sometimes he gets religious, but he's like, "I follow Candy Deep Throw on Twitter." So. <laughs> like, but he'll also throw God into it. I love that. I learned that from Ray Lewis. I told you. Well, she is God given. God's oh, very yeah. forgiving. Well, you got. I'm assuming you won the videos. It's crazy. That whole microphone would be gone. It's really? Like, yeah. Yeah, you hear, you hear, the ladies were like, wow, where is this video at? She, that's why she charges that money. She, she offer her $1,500, she shows the video. My buddy pulled up her Twitter. He's like, yeah, there it is. See, there it's it is. Yeah. She says, hey, she shows the video and says, this is $1,750. She's proud of it, too, because she posted, like, yo, I wish I could twit pit my whole bank account. I was like, shit. I wonder how much she has in it. You know, since we're talking genitals, it's like the theme. This was like a mainstream story that hit like CNN and everything. Did you see, there's a guy in West Africa, a Malawi man, who, and they had a picture of him in bed with his little blanket on smiling, like he's okay, he's in a hospital. But he let a hyena eat his testicles off. Because a witch doctor told him he would get rich. Yeah, that was his prescription, to get rich. He said... And he did. He let him eat it off, and he's there smiling. You know, I mean, I don't, like, what did he show a picture of Donald Trump? And this man let the beaver eat his head, you know? Like, he got rich. <laughs> now, my favorite part of the story was this guy still thinks he's going to get rich. <laughs> Not only did the hyena, a hyena eat my balls, but he kept laughing at me after he did it. <laughs> what an asshole. Like the witch doctor financial planner. <laughs> it's true. After you see a financial planner, you, let, you feel like you got your balls eaten, don't you? <laughs> We've all seen your balls. It's unbelievable. Yeah, everybody has. I, I, can't, I can't even hear the word hyenas because I, I worked a comedy club there, and that's the only club I've ever worked that I dropped the C-bomb Ooh. on the audience. Oh, really? Which they don't... Uh, you said candy deep throat? Yeah, I said candy deep throat. <laughs> Was it followed by a hush? And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I work all the big clubs. Can, uh, hyenas, the, uh, the nitwits, uh, the loony bin. When I bring my checks to the bank, they think I'm a fucking clown. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't know you were it. Loony bin? I didn't know you were Busted a guts. <laughs> Sounds like a wing at Western Psych. He wears loony bin. Poor John. I know. It's a it's a hard life. It's a hard life. Funny about zanies. <laughs> zanies. <laughs> Shit's gonna get crazy. <laughs> We're not gonna get booked at any of those clubs now. Oh, I yeah. I, oh well, I, I, look, my career's you know on the rocks as it is. I remember working uh, yeah the one of those one of those clubs like the. Like nutty, yes. like nutty <laughs> some jokes. Somebody else say it isn't someone. I said my career's on the rocks. This poor uh, fucker thinks he's having a personal conversation okay. with us well, tonight. It's not. It's not. <laughs> but it totally is. If I'm being honest with you guys. 
up here. My comrades. Well, well, you know, you bring up those clubs, though. You know, I remember, you know, doing those clubs my, my whole life. I remember doing this, this, place, this weird nutty, nutty, the nut house, or whatever the fuck it was called, and I got attacked by a midget. <laughs> little people, it's true. Thank you, LP. Little people. And I went, yeah, I know really. They get the stumping people and the little people after me. Yo, wait, are they, are they tag team hecklers? Did he just tag no. her in? I, I was, I was he was like, little people, tag, you're uh, in. I told, I told this before the show a long time ago. The guy, guy came out from under the lights and he goes, you suck. And I said, Does it, and I, it wasn't even heckling. I said, did anyone tell you you look like Barney Rubble? And he attacked me. Because <laughs> he looked like Barney Rubble. This is interesting. There's a, there's a guy who was uh, this, uh, Canadian. This guy, he was a. Uh, I'm sorry, take that back. Not because you said that, just because I fucked up. Um, it's from the UK. He was from Camden. I'm sorry, Camden. No, it's a UK. This guy was a, a British publicist, and he's accused. He was accused of sexual assault. And they actually had to, to stop the trial in the middle of the trial. This is a true story of this guy because the, the victims, the women who he sexually assaulted, were going describing. And by the third victim, they kept talking about his two and a half inch penis. If it doesn't fit. So they have. Oh jeez! Yo, he, wow. yo, bro, he is—he's cut the fuck off. Don't get him no more drinks. If you get him any more drinks, I'm gonna battle. Look, we all have the internet, and we've all seen guys with fucking in crazy, credible big dicks, uh, and that makes—that makes me sound like that's what I look at. But I, look, <laughs> when. I mean, it comes into play sometimes, you know? You go teen, teen squirter, next thing you know, you're looking at a guy with a dick. And boom, there it three is. Three times the size of your own dick. But the fact that, like, you know, the third girl describing two and a half inch dick, you would have to, they have to stop, everyone's laughing. You know, they, they, the one girl said she went into uh, anaphylactic shock because she, she's allergic to peanuts. It's, uh... Peanuts? Did you say peanuts? Oh, man. Terrible. Oh, Terrible. It's an old wives' tale. Yeah. It squeaked when you touch it. <laughs> two inch penis. Two, two and a half. Two and a half. Oh, well, let me not misquote that. I bet he's excited about that half, too. Like, like, you have a two inch dick. Oh, no, motherfucker. You forgot the half. One girl said, Did you date Lorena Bobbitt? What's wrong with you, man? It is like short people always do that with the half. Five, eight, and a half. This guy stresses the half. You gotta go half. I'm almost the three. I'm almost the three. Same thing as three inches. Poor guy. <laughs> they were probably like, Is this a clip? What the fuck? Well, he, he's an asshole anyway. He was assaulting people, so fuck him. Yeah. No, that's the, like, I know he's embarrassed. Not only did he assault them, but he has a two and, two a, and a half, half inch dick. Yeah. Exactly. He couldn't even cut the three. He's, no, it looks like it's another belly button. You know, it's like, what's <laughs> Glad they laughed at that asshole. Any Sinatra fans here? Old school saloon? Well, I don't know if you heard about these, these, uh, this, this new act that's out, ladies and gentlemen. It's in Vegas, and a little teaser for you. It's, uh... The new act everyone's talking about from the Rat Pack. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready. Put your hands together for the Kings. Black Frank Sinatra and white Sammy Davis Jr. Black Frank! Hello, cats and kittens. I'm Black Sinatra, and it's my pleasure, ladies and gentlemen. Put your hands together for my fellow Rat Pack member, the Candyman, Mr. White, Sammy Davis Jr. Go on, White Chocolate. Thank you. Thank you, Black Sinatra. You're too kind. Remember, people, put your eye, your glass eye, on the sparrow. Hey, Frank. Yes, Sammy. What do you say we turn the heat up in this room? Oh, I don't think they're ready for that. And do a little duet. Let's do a little Easy E and a beautiful arrangement called Straight Out of Compton. Hit it. Straight out of Compton, here's a brother that'll smother your mother, make your sister think I love her. Dangerous motherfucker. 
raising hell. And I get caught, make bail. I don't give a fuck. That's the problem. And to me, it's kind of funny. The attitude showing a Negro, but don't know where the fuck he's going, just rolling. You'll get taken by a dope brother who will smother word to the motherfucker because we're straight yes. straight out of Compton. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Black Frank, White Sammy. Man, that shit was dope. Thank you, man. You're a champion. Frank, we wait all week to do that fucking thing. Thanks. The dogs hate us. Oh, yeah, we're practicing in front of my dogs. So. Like, what are they doing? Straight out of Compton. A crazy motherfucker named Ice Cube. <laughs> the dogs are one of my neighbors. <laughs> I can picture video. you guys working Rick, that out on, on the porch. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. And the, the one neighbor's like, what the hell are you doing? Is Jimmy police? singing motherfucker over there? <laughs> yeah. He never says motherfucker. <laughs> this is Sammy? so weird. <laughs> and then they see me and they automatically think it was me to say motherfucker. <laughs> Profile. Oh, it's the oh, yeah. Yeah. Profile. You know, makes a lot of sense. They're like, it's the black kid he adopted. That's... <laughs> the other dog's like, you know, I never liked him. <laughs> Terry, like, Terry's good with the dogs. Mike, you're, you're pretty good with dogs, right? You're yeah, yeah, yeah. Larry tries to kill you a couple of times. Larry's my little chihuahua. He's got it out for everybody. He's got it out for you, Mike. Yeah. I don't know what it is, yeah. man. I don't know. He keeps trying to take my weed. That's right. <laughs> It's Larry Cullen right now. Yo, didn't this happen the first... Remember this happened last year? Or when we had the one year... When we first started? Yes, there was a phone call. It's the same you know? fucking ringtone. That same rotary-ass phone. That's all right. That's all Nobody... Right. I was like, are you Dallas? Who the hell? Whoever it is, make it out once a year. That's that okay with vocal me. just went to the bathroom. Maybe that's Oh, it's his rotary on. phone. <laughs> maybe, he, maybe he's going to do a hilarious skit with a, a prank call during the middle of the podcast. <laughs> Hello. What if, he, what, if a, what if he's a heart surgeon? He's got the call. A fucking troll bypass? Could have been anything. Oh, you have Prince Albert in a can? Well, no, I don't. <laughs> the, the new uh, viral video I was watching today, Josh was showing me this video. And I had to comment on it. It's, it's got like eight or nine million views already in two days. Did you see the video with the... the the plane in, uh, like, Australia going from Brisbane to Sydney or something, whatever. And they had a cast from Lion King. See that? And they all break out in the one of the songs in Lion King, you know. And Hetty walks out. And she's like, oh, that's so beautiful. And I got to be honest. I, I didn't, I bit my lip. So I'm thinking, I would have to jump off a fucking plane. <laughs> yeah. the musicals kill me. Was, my, my wrist would have been slashed in the back of the fucking plane. I know, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say No, I know guys don't want it. We can't say that because people get pissed, right? You see musical shit, you're like, that's wonderful. <laughs> I, can, I could watch Cats nine times in a row. Which, which begs the question, shouldn't they issue you a parachute so in case people do start singing the Lion King song, you have the Shut option. Up. You can get the fuck out. Option to get the fuck out. You can leave. Or if the plane crashes, that's the more rational excuse to have a parachute on an airplane, but what about the plan B? <laughs> what if someone does the, one of those fucking lame marriage proposals and everyone starts jumping down the aisle? You know, I don't need that. I'm, I'm out. I don't care if we're over Tennessee. I'll take my chances in Knoxville or Chattanooga. And I've been both of those places and they're fucking horrible. <laughs> D.B. Cooper, that shit. Tennessee, you're on watch. <laughs> you're on watch by Johnny. Nashville, Memphis, well, really, that's it. If the, plane, else. if the plane was going down, man, the last thing I heard was Lay Miz, I'd be fucked. I would hate that. <laughs> if we were the Beatles, I'd be the angry one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the hidden angry one. <laughs> that, that is true. 
It is true. We will never be as big as the Beatles. Damn it. No one's big Doesn't that Beatles. stick in your craw a little bit, Jim? Hey, gives us something to shoot for. Gives us something to shoot for. All right. What's going to be our Sergeant Peppers? There you go. Yeah. What's... We gotta work at it, man. We gotta work yeah. at it. Yeah, we should maybe rehearse. tonight. This is our. We're all here. This yeah, is our fucking yeah. Sergeant Pepper. Oh, maybe our audience. Maybe. Yeah, our live show. This is the one they're talking about. Thirty years. You know, they're gonna sit there thirty years from now, right? And go. That was their fucking Sergeant Pepper. <laughs> that one show right there at the wine bar. They gave him so much wine. They gave him so much wine. That was amazing. Uh, can't believe they shot John Evans in front of a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> he was talented. He Sorry, you said you're a game run. It won't even be a hotel. Uh, it'll it'll yeah. be right outside of I would dive in front of the blue. <laughs> I just keep thinking of you jumping out of the plane like as soon as like it's, soon as the lion king like, it's just a quiet plane and all you hear is What a bubba He's like, hey, we gotta get the fuck out of here. I would. I would. As soon as I saw it, you know, they do the happy clap and look pointing at each other and shit. Oh, yeah, because oh. the, the, the African clap, they. Nah, yeah. But they're so angry, but they're happy yeah. when they sing. I would get into the cockpit and say, this is your pilot. <laughs> you shut the fuck up. <laughs> 35,000 feet here. Yeah, but uh. This is the bullshit I did not pay for. <laughs> I cannot stand this motherfucker. It's, uh, this bullshit, Jimmy Cray. <laughs> nah, But you know it's gonna happen. Other other fucking musicals are gonna break out on planes because it got so big, right? It's gonna suck. Are you gonna you're just gonna get a fucking flight to Florida, Fort Lauderdale, and you're gonna hear fucking Annie? Some shit act. <laughs> Yo, we told should, you I was a secret angler. We should do that, yo. Patent musical flights. Let, let, let's do it. Let's right? do let's a musical fuck around with it. Musical do I get to do it? I'll, do, I'll oh, even yeah. do the song. That yeah. final come out tomorrow. <laughs> They'll arrest me right there. Did you see the, uh, there's another news story. In, uh, it's kind of scary. In West Africa, again, not the hyena guy. But there's uh, Ebola virus is breaking out. And... That's scary when you when you see that stuff and you see the people that has the suits on to hold the disease thing and picture Dustin Hoffman or something that movie and they put a they put a a bulletin out there. This is the thing that caught my attention. The Ebola did obviously, but they actually put this out a mandate in in West Africa that you were no longer allowed to serve in a restaurant. Or eat on your own from a supermarket. Bat or rat? <laughs> I know. I thought this. I'm like bat or rat. That, that means they had it in restaurant. That means they had a bat rat mixed grill. They had beer battered bat. That means they had rat tatouille or something. They had all that shit, and they had yeah. They must have had it. Rat on a stick. Bat on a stick. I don't know. Seems unfair. Isn't it weird? <laughs> Seems unfair. Yeah, but it, it does seem unfair. <laughs> But really, I didn't realize people ate bat. You know, like just regularly, like, just like any other part of the country. I'm sure that the people who have more money don't eat rat and bat. But I'm sure there's some people. But still, like, I'm sure stories about like human point. beings in our generation eating dog food. But in like, but in I restaurants and restaurants, you know, Johnny, like that they have you know bat burgers, clothes, fuck. Well, you know? I mean, times is hard. <laughs> you know, I've said that before. Kids is hard. As soon as every episode, every episode, you say that every, every episode. Every day of my life is like an episode of what's happening <laughs> or uh, good times. You know I'm from the streets and grew yeah. up in some very difficult situations. So you know, I'll tell you what, Johnny, when they live similar to rerun. When they, what's that? What's that, Mike? Similar to rerun. Yes, Johnny's like rerun. Damn, damn, yeah. Damn. The truck's driving away, and I'm trying to catch up and get in the. No restrictions minivan. <laughs> Me. That's, that's who I am, and it's you. Sorry for being so honest. Oh, that's that's all right. That's what it's about, man. I, I'll tell you what. When they lift the uh, the mandate, Johnny, I'll pitch in with you, and we'll, we'll start a, a, a Bat Tuesdays over there. <laughs> Bring it back. 
Bat wings, five cents a wing. You know what? Bat wings might be fucking great. Bat wings. They might be really. You can put Batman symbol on there. It make everybody. Dozen bat wings. Yeah. Now we're thinking. There you go, Buffalo Bat Wings. We need to hire you to make the menu. That's our franchise, Buffalo Bat Wings. Can I have the West African? Everybody loves Buffalo Bat. Can I have the West African Bat Gumbo? Is that is that on the menu? Buffalo Bat Wings. Do you have the rat tail provolone sticks? You know, you know, one of the highlights of the show that's that, uh, been very popular on the show that's helped us so much is my buddy Mike Wysocki's view on sports. I always love his, uh, his strange take on it. The brilliance. Mike Wysocki with Twisted Sports. Mikey. All right, thanks, Sal. You guys excited about baseball? Yes. The 2014 MLB season is just underway. Though it was an off-season of crazy spending, players Robinson Cano, Clayton Kershaw, Mike Trout, and Miguel Cabrera all got contracts for around 200 to 300 million dollars, roughly 30 million dollars a year. So that's kind of like a billion dollars for four for all four of them. The highest-paid Pittsburgh Pirate is Russell Martin, who makes eight and a half million dollars a year. So baseball has a pretty huge economic gap. The New York. L.A., Chicago, and Boston, they're the 1%. They can buy whatever they want. The Pirates, we are the 47%. The Takers, we use food stamps. We get welfare from the wealthier teams. And shopping for free agents is kind of like regular shopping. If you're the Yankees, you go to the store, you buy a couple of steaks, some champagne, and maybe an 8-disc Jay-Z box set. When you're pirates, you're looking around, you wind up getting a pack of hot dogs that are on sale, a six-pack of Bush, and a Night Ranger CD in the discount rack. That's all we can get. We don't have that kind of money. I so love that. Ma- I know. So while Magic Johnson of uh, the LA Dodgers were able to hand $300 million to Clayton Kershaw, a two-time Cy Young Golden Boy, the Pirates went to the discount rack and found Edinson Volquez, yes. who had the distinguishment of leading the league in walks last year. But he was only $5 million, so that's pretty good. The fans are optimistic the losing streak is over. In fact, the season just right. started. I know, and we almost swept the Cubs. I know. I love when a home team is about to sweep because for some reason you're allowed to bring a broom inside the baseball stadium. You can't bring any food or drink or any bottled water, no bags or guns. But if the team you like just won the first two games of the series, it's perfectly elite, perfectly legal to go to your kitchen and bring a fucking broom to the game. Why do they allow that? And what if, like, this time they beat the first two games against the Cubs and then this game got rained out and then they made a makeup game in July? Could I go down there with a broom? Are they going to give me shit because I love the continuation of the sweep? It's a legitimate concern. It is a legitimate concern. Why do they... What am I supposed to do? But anyway, uh, we do have some good news. No Alex Rodriguez the whole yes! year. Yes. Suspended the whole yes. year. Bye-bye. And while fellow Royd Ranger Ryan Braun got a uh, standing ovation from the people in Milwaukee. They're kind of weird over in there in Wisconsin. You know, that's the place where Lenny and Squiggy ran around and Fonzie and his gang, the Falcons, roamed the streets there. Bunch of cheese-eating 70s show-watching sausage junkies. I don't know what their problem is. <laughs> Here in Pittsburgh, we had a guy with shrunken testicles come back. Barry Bonds returned. We don't know if Harry Hayden made a sign for him again this time. <laughs> to give the that. MVP to Andrew McCutcheon. And finally, a brief in-memoriam to Ralph Kiner. If you look around PNC, you'll see his retired number up there this year. Great player on a bad team. This guy led the National League in home runs the first seven seasons of his career. He passed away this offseason. So that's the patch you guys will see that the Pirates are wearing this year. He's also known as a broadcaster for the Mets who said kind of crazy, silly things. Yogi Berra kind of things like uh, solo home runs usually come with no one on base. And on Father's Day, we wish you all a happy birthday. So Ralph Kiner uh, passed away. So you see those patches for the Pirates this year. That's in memoriam to him.
Thanks, Mike. Mike Wysocki! Great job, buddy. Very funny. Let's go box on Mike. Yeah, yeah, look good. Big year. You know, uh, in, in my years in, in, in radio, uh, one of the most popular characters was uh, my Burnout cat, Ralph. Ralph the cat. Thank you. Yeah. You want to burn one, man? <laughs> and uh, I realized I got a lot of burnout friends, which is nice. It's right. <laughs> I like it. Uh, one of the greatest songs ever written, my, my, the anthem for Ralph. Ralph's anthem is a song that uh, my, my friends, uh, Mark Eddy and uh, Carlo Vol, were going to come up. Yeah. Jam a song for us. Yeah. Remember Mexico. Yeah. That's all I can say. Remember Mexico. <laughs> all right. I'll, gotta, I'll, I'll step out of the way real quick. That's all right. We don't mind performing gonna, over gonna, your shoulder. We're gonna you sing. guys can be like our little doo-wop. All right. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I remember I'll Mexico. I'll get a little wine anyway. I lost my phone. You guys can be the solid gold dancers this is on a, the show. Do your little Marijuanaville interpretation. Mar- this well, is a song called Marijuanaville. This is not part of the... <laughs> this was not in the Marketing playlist. Carlo this was all Carlo's fault. I want that to be known right now. Carlo Vol. He was, uh, he was under marijuana therapy purely upon a clinical supervision of a doctor. I want you to know that. And uh, this, this song kind of came to him, uh, this idea to do this, this song. So we rewrote it like together kind of... Collaborated. It was a little. It was easy. He says, uh, and we're gonna do it for you right now. It's our tribute to our stoner friends. A little place called Where Else Marijuanaville. <laughs> Rolling my homegrown, smoking a big bone. Look at that ganja covered with oil. Using my tweezers, got pot in the freezer, made a new pipe out of aluminum foil. How'd you do that? It's engineering. Wasted away again in marijuana hill. Searching for my roach clip on a rope. Some people claim that there's a woman to blame, but I know that it's all this damn dope. They don't know the reason, stayed here all season. Maybe that tie stick was a way bit too strong, but I got a real beauty. Colombian doobie, okay, baby, come on, man. In a new pipe out of aluminum floor. Wasted away again in marijuana film. Searching for my roach clip on a rope. On a rope, on a rope, on a rope. Some people claim that there's a woman to blame. But I know that it's all this damn dope. I blew up my bomb pipe, ran out of Bud Mike. But I found some stash I had hidden at home. Die, die, die! Put it into a blender, and soon it will render. These little fudge brownies that help me get stoned. These are great brownies, would you put it in my mouth? Wasted away again in marijuana field. Searching for my roach clip on a rope. On a rope, on a rope, on a rope. Some people claim that there's a woman to blame. But I know. That it's all this damn dope. Yes, ain't. Some people claim I sound like Bob Dylan when I'm stuck. But I know that it's all this damn dope. 
Carlo, man. What, what talents, man. I'll another hand for those guys. I just... Mark... Yeah. Carlo, what a... It's a virtuoso on the guitar. Mark is a, one of those brilliant, most entertaining comedy acts that you could ever see. He works... Uh, Pittsburgh boy who works out of L.A. Great act. Love it. Uh, Rick Wachowski's here, part of the band, too. He's Ricky over there. Nice to have a Rick Wachowski. Tim Gaber. Tim Gaber, who owns this place, by the way. He's in the band tonight. Timmy, where you at? Ooh, Tim Tim somewhere. He's in the back here. Isn't this a great place? Uh, where, 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 where's that? we got to get Mikey and, and Johnny and Terry. They're, they're drunk. They're on their cakes. So we're in the, that was my drinking fault, drinking the wine. That was my fault, Jimmy. Come back up, guys. They can hang with me. You know, uh, they, they probably think because we're doing a skit. That's, that's all right. We're, 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 you enjoying yourself tonight as much as we are? Thank you. We didn't get the chance to do nothing. Oh, another another toast here. Another, another wine toast to everybody. All right. How about, about the, the health, the friendship, and how about to our buckos going to the fucking World Series? Here. Hey, guys. You guys can hang for this skit. I want to do a, a skit here. This is off of. Uh, did, did anybody here watch? I wish, True this Detective. Is a, <laughs> oh, my mic's gone. I, it's amazing. It's amazing how, how many people watched watched the, this show. And, and I and I I watched it. Were you as creeped out as I was watching Matthew McConaughey? He would give these weird philosophies. Yeah, True Detective. I, it, and he just had that weird look like he hadn't bathed in like six months. And it was after he had like a breakdown, if you hadn't seen the show. But does anyone have a cigarette? In the vein of True Detective, you know, that, that, that Matthew McConaughey, the ultimate <laughs> burnout. Uh, I, this, the character was so bizarre. And, and Frank Mergia is going to help out in a skit by play the announcer. By the very popular uh, Frank, Frank got a huge ovation at the beginning of the show. A strangely popular yeah, Frank Mergia. Yeah, man. Love Everyone loves Frank. Everyone loves Frank. Usually popular Frank Mergia. Yeah. Oh, he's going to be killing us all week with that ovation you gave him. Where's Dave at? Dave said, Dave, we're going to hear that all fucking week. All week. All right, Frank. All right, here we go. Here's our true detective skit. It's the once-in-a-lifetime chance to see the greatest self-help guru of this generation. Russ Cole from True Detective. Tony Robbins may have awakened your giant within, but Russ Cole will creep that giant out. Join True Detective's Russ Cole at the Maravell Spa and Resort in Tucson, Arizona, May 22nd through May 29th. Get ready to be confused and depressed with Russ's pearls of wisdom like this. You know, a man breaks off with a woman when he's critical. They get unhappy, you know. They used to think about it more. And I work at a bar four days a week, and I drink in between. So I know who I am after all these years. There's a victory in that. No one can depress you and fascinate you at the same time like Russ Cole. In this seminar, you'll get to hear Russ's famous lecture on his very own brain theory. Yeah, the in-brain theory. And you see everything outside our dimension is like uh, eternity. Looking down on us in this universal process. Time literally stops. But in this space, time wouldn't exist. See, for some people... It's a sphere, but for other people, it's a circle. <laughs> other self-help gurus are raving about Russ Cole. People like Dr. G. Deepak Chopra, best-selling author and spiritual philosopher. As Russ Cole says, no one should get in the way of his drinking day. <laughs> I'm Deepak Chopra. Russ Cole has changed my life. He gave me nightmares at the same time. <laughs> Rusko taught me to give up on meditation and just drink beer until I piss myself. <laughs> he is more than a great teacher. He's a wonderful functional alcoholic. <laughs> Namaste to you, Rusko. Sign up for the Rusko Way of Life seminar today by going to creepyguy.com. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. 
watch that. Thank you. Frank Mergy! 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 Shut up, stop. He doesn't deserve that. He doesn't deserve that. It's his night. I know. That, did, you, did you guys, did you guys uh, check out True Detective? You watch it at all? Yeah. I don't. You catch it? I don't. Spot on. Is it on VHS tape? I know. Johnny, then I, then I don't. Johnny you're like the fucking Unibomber living in some woods area somewhere. The little... Do they have it on, has it been shack. released on VHS tape? I know. Toronto's like, you know. <laughs> then no, I haven't. Like you have cable. What's cable? Sorry. <laughs> no, I watch, uh, I have streaming Netflix and I watch shows on the You're internet, in. But like, I don't have cable. I don't have cable, so. Or even basic cable. Or ability to watch a Pirates game, which is why I watch all my Pirates games at a bar where someone got shot. At what? <laughs> Wait, explain yourself. Oh, yeah. On New Year's Eve, and yet oh. I go there. I still go there, and you know it's a great time. And invited me there. But you you watched a pirate game. Wait, you in a bar? To get, someone got shot at New yeah, Year's Eve. Yeah, New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. Well, see. But it's a new season. That's what's great about baseball. Hope springs <laughs> oh. eternal. Oh, I thought and you every were time I walk in, I go, I hope no one gets shot there. And while I'm, what are the chances? Right. I mean, it again, happen. I mean, there's no. Well, it's third out January one. Guarantees in life. I'm bring. I feel like I'm bringing this show down. No, 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 no. We went to believe me. We went to. We love getting in your head, don't we? Real. It's not too real. These are things you worry about when you live in Pittsburgh. Yeah, you have to know about these things that people need to know not to go to bars with him. Because you might get shot. Oh, go with Johnny. No, he invited me, and I knew like some people in there and the DJ and stuff. But it was like a little hood bar. Like as soon as you walk in, they be like, "Yo, what up, cuz?" I just like, oh, shit. I grew, they I call grew. me they call me White Chocolate because I played a, I played Bring the Noise by Public Enemy yep. in there on the jukebox six months ago. Yeah, and they still yeah. Three, 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 three. They don't forget. They don't forget that. No. Like, you're in. Oh, he loved Bring the Noise. So shoot, let him in. <laughs> You know what's funny? And that's a Polish guy that says that to you. Yeah, that's, uh, and, that's the, and that's the guy with all the pierogies. Yeah. yeah, I can't thank you guys enough for listening to the show, you know, the way you do, and supporting us like you do, with no restrictions. I want to thank the cast, not you guys, the casks around us. All the, all the casks. Yeah, man, a lot, lot of people tend... Is that what they're called in, got like, in the know, wine world? Look at all this wine. You Those could, are the cats. If you barricaded the doors, we could survive down here. <laughs> like, seriously. live for about six years here. If you had a, several jars of peanut butter and all this wine broadcast and the here. bread that's in the green room, Doomsday we could preference. live here for... Why not? Okay. <laughs> Forget I said that. Now, we, we, do, we do appreciate it. We, we, we want to do a couple songs here. Yeah. Then the show. Fun. I'm going to bring Ricky up here. Carlo, Mark, Timmy. Oh, yeah. Do a couple tunes. You guys can hang up here with me. Oh, I'm not staying up here. Get their cast up here. And I'm not staying up here. Woo! Do I have to be background vocal? This is not in the contract. Secretary Mike and Johnny. From a character I've been doing for a long time, I haven't done him in a while for you. And notice the crowd getting a little unruly. I think we need a mall guard here. It's been a while. Five foot two, 125 pounds of solid steel. Ben Clangston. For you. It's the Mulgard Creed for everyone. Thank you. Appreciate it. Got on my band here, the Mullets.
Making Tony's gyro making day. I'd like to go to the bingo. Look at old grandma. Sit right down and win some dough. I said, hey, man. Take a walk on the side side. I said, hey, hot hair and honey. Take a walk on the side side. And a public girl said,